We are talking about a topic that is dear to me today. It is resistance. Resistance is that feeling of not wanting to do something that you know is good for you or that you decided previously you should do. Resistance usually strikes at those times where we are most excited, enthusiastic about possibility and creating and innovation or strategizing. And it has this way cunning and insidiously of distracting us. All of a sudden, it can be with a urgent text, rogue email, urgent request from a child or client that throws us off, distracts us, and has us saying, hey, I'll get to that later. The problem with resistance is that we don't know that that is what it is and that it's separate from us. And so we're doing battle with an invisible warrior And that makes it hard. I know I've struggled with resistance all my life. And as I said, most people have as well, but they just haven't noticed it. It is imperative because resistance is indestructible and it is inevitable that you become aware as a person who is here to serve and increase your abilities and your skill sets and your happiness factors and your impact that you become aware of when resistance strikes and be able to overcome it. And for that reason, I'm here to give you several ways to flip the switch internally to make sure that you overcome it the next time it strikes, as well as two techniques or strategies that are tactical that can be applied in less than a minute so that you never get slowed down or stymied by resistance again. Let's do this. Hello, I'm Rita Hyland, and you're about to discover what it means to position your business, career, and life to play full out. This show explores the way leaders just like you embrace and achieve their ambition without working harder or grinding it out any longer. So if you want to take your life, business, or career to a playing full out status and do so while being the happiest high performer in the room, then hang with me because this show shares everything you need to know using the best of neuroscience, transformational psychology, and a bit of spiritual wisdom to help you change fast, even when it's uncomfortable or scary, or you failed to do so in the past. All this so that you can enjoy more freedom and prosperity in your business and life. I'm happy you're here. Welcome back. Welcome back. I hope you're as thrilled as I am to be back with you after my team and I took a break from recording the podcast in the month of July and August. We do that each year. I have found that the time away allows me to gain some new perspectives, to re-energize, to do some of those things that are more playful and creative as well. So I've had a great time. There's a lot of things, also some personal expansion that I've done, and I'm eager to share that with you in the upcoming episodes. But for today, I am very eager and excited to share our topic. Before I begin, Let me ask you, do you ever, let's say, decide to add a morning habit? Maybe you know the benefits of writing in a journal or exercising or meditation, and you want to add it to your morning ritual, and you commit to yourself to do it every day, and then suddenly you need to check your emails or your messages. That leads to seeing that one or two clients you have a quick question and you want to respond to them and you want to get a note off, maybe even a rogue call comes in. So you take it 
and then you promise yourself that you're going to do it later or you're going to start tomorrow with that new habit that you wanted to add. Or we can go a little bit bigger. Let's say you are set up to get some amazing time alone to push through. Maybe it's a milestone you have for yourself. Maybe it's some of your most important work, something you've been wanting to work on strategically that takes some creativity or reflection. Maybe it's an article or a book you're writing, whatever it is. Maybe it's some leadership meeting that you need to plan the outline for, but you get distracted by something. Maybe it's checking social media. Maybe it's the news, something significant came on. And all of a sudden you'll say again that I'm going to do it later. What just has happened in either of those kind of moments? You just got blown out of the water by resistance. Resistance is that feeling of not wanting to do something that you know is good for you or that you decided previously that you should do, but that you don't do it for one of many reasons, which all ultimately come down to the chattering, the multitasking of the brain that distracts us and it takes us into a new direction. And resistance is something I will tell you that I have struggled with all of my life. Most people do, but they don't notice or acknowledge it so they aren't even aware it's happening. They'll call it something else. We will identify that it's because another circumstance happened. Maybe our bank account's low. Maybe the kids had some problem. Maybe someone quit or there's some external circumstance. And so we don't realize that we have these invisible factors and we put blame onto things that are not accurately diagnosing the problem when really it's resistance. A lot of times we don't even realize that we're giving into the resistance. We don't acknowledge that we had a choice to give into it or not. But we did and then we do it again. And too many smart, extraordinary people, maybe it's you too, get hijacked by it. And it makes me sick to think about it. And it makes me frustrated when it occurs to me. And that's why we're having this conversation. Resistance wins way too often, even with the most brilliant of people. And that's why, again, we're going to talk. I'm going to show you a few scripts to flip when it strikes and then a technique to win the battle over resistance when it discourages you, when it frustrates you, when you think it is you to blame. The interesting thing is that there is no timer or there's no app or there's no book. There's no hack as much as we would like to find one that's actually going to fix the problem of resistance because it's that insidious. It's a beast. It's cunning. And it will do anything to keep you from your most important work. And the reason that it is so important to know how to overcome it is because it is responsible for sabotaging and holding back so many lives and countless masterpieces, and incredibly important life-changing work. Your most important work is not going to be one of the sacrificial lambs of resistance. It's stopping. You probably know that my joy and the reason that I'm here is to crack you open to your highest levels of service and happiness and impact. And as a leader, I suspect that there's a part of you that enjoys doing that too. You want to serve others at your best so that you can help others do the same. Your ability to battle with resistance and not allow it to get in the way of your productivity, of your proactivity, of your creativity, and to follow your new ideas, those crazy thoughts, to solve problems, it relies on your ability to acknowledge resistance 
when it shows itself and then know how to move beyond it and not get tripped up by it. Here are a few things that you have to know about resistance before I provide you with the scripts to flip and a couple ways that you can overcome it. It's important to know the qualities to resistance. And the first of those is that resistance is inevitable. It will show up. It is inherently wired within us. And it is inevitable because it's indestructible. You can't kill it. It will be back. Your best bet is to be aware of it when it arrives and know that you do have a choice. Its third quality is that it's not personal. This is such an important one because if you experience and when you experience resistance does not mean that you are unworthy, disorganized, lazy, or a mess. Its only job is to distract you and keep you from moving forward with whatever it is that you want to progress. No need for blame and shame of yourself. Resistance is completely impersonal. It does not care about your name. It does not care about who you are. It does not matter who you are. So be aware that there is no reason to say that this is about you because this fourth quality is important to recognize and that is, it is not you. Resistance is not you. It is separate from you. And the moment that you identify resistance, the moment that you say, this is me and what's wrong with me, that is the moment that it wins. You are not resistance and resistance is not you. Name it if you must. Name it, separate from it and say, resistance, I see you. Identify, speak to it. Because when you do, that is the moment where you will be able to start to get your own power back. When we don't acknowledge that it's inevitable and that it's indestructible and we're never going to kill it off and beat it and that it's not personal and that it is not us, unless we grasp those things, we are going to oftentimes fall into a long, arduous journey. And that's the way of the warrior, isn't it? The path of the warrior where we make these things really large when really it is about sitting down, acknowledging that resistance is in the room and being able to separate from it and then move forward. Now, here are the ways to really knock resistance on its proverbial bottom. I call these scripts to flip. They're counterintuitive. They're the opposites of what you likely have been doing, especially if resistance and stagnation and procrastination have been something that you have witnessed around some of your really important work or milestones or those habits that you've wanted to make change in. And these scripts to flip, these mindset shifts are exactly what it will take to bring forth your life-changing work leadership, and life. The first of these is to get your approval from the inside, not the outside. What does this mean? This means understand and acknowledge that you have a cup of approval within you that is divinely filled at all times. It is the only judger of you and that when we acknowledge and identify that there is no cup of approval that needs to come from outside, there's no thing that another person has to say to you, hand to you, acknowledge of you in order for you to already have your cup of approval filled, 
what will happen is that you will be able to make a choice in the moment with this flip of the script, with this clarity of mindset to get back into your most important work. It's very subtle, but most of us don't realize that a lot of times what's keeping us on a very deep level from moving forward is some fear that we won't be approved, that the work that we're doing won't get the acknowledgement, that it won't be filling. This comes from a lot of conditioning that we have that we are only as good as our last result, that we are only as good as our achievements and our accomplishments. So if we're looking externally, we're always going to have resistance be winning the battle, if you will. The second counterintuitive script that needs to be flipped is don't avoid failure, embrace it. Accept that you are going to fail and that you might fail in advance. The sooner that you can be open to failing, the sooner you're going to be able to move through resistance. So if you will, acknowledge and say out loud, I'm open to failing. It may, again, seem very counterintuitive. It doesn't mean that you're going to bring it on. It just means that when you do, when you can relax, the resistance doesn't have anything to fight with then because it is fighting failure. It's fighting the risk of change and of new things. So when you acknowledge that you don't need to avoid failing, it's really amazing how the emotional hold on you can drop. But I don't want you to trust me. I want you to try it for yourself. Next time you are resisting sitting down to do some important work or to make that call, just say, I'm open to failing. I'm open to failing on this. The key is to fail quickly and to fail often on a really small scale. Understand that like resistance, the failure is not personal. The biggest mistake that you can make is making failure a big deal. I failed. What's wrong with me? No, 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 no. Feel the emotion, then move on. I guarantee you'll feel a rush of energy when you succumb to and allow the thought that you're open to failure. The third flip of the script is to shift to a service mindset. Repeat the affirmation that I am here to be truly helpful. Say it out loud. I'm here to be truly helpful. It's one of those things that we have to remember that in a position of leadership, you're not to achieve for yourself, but for a greater good. You're here to serve others. Nothing gets me off the sidelines faster than responding to help someone. Because I remind myself that I am here to be truly helpful. My mind moves from overthinking and controlling circumstances to wondering how I can help and elevate the person in front of me. That is a response that you can have. It's easier to generate when we are responding. So stop asking how good you are and start helping people. Do it in good faith that it will work. If you've ever been on a sailboat, you know what I'm talking about when I say good faith. You get on without being able to see the wind, but you trust that the wind is there and that it's going to be the thing that's going to move you. You have blind faith when you step on the boat. It's the same thing. Go forth and remind yourself, I am here to be truly helpful. And when you say that affirmation out loud, again, this is the third way that you're going to be able to move through that resistance more easily. There's a quote from Gandhi that I recall hearing. It's the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. Everything's so much easier when you're helping someone else, right? You get out of your own stuff. You get out of your own story. Resistance has us in our own soup. It has us in our own story. It has us in states of ruminating and being concerned with what are we going to get? 
rather than what it is that we can give. We always have to bring ourselves back to the fact that we're in a position of leadership not to achieve for yourself, but for a greater good, to serve others. I recently heard the quote, don't go to a party to have fun, be the fun. And to me, what that means is exactly along these same lines is don't go to get something, go to add to it. It can be really easy to attend meetings or conferences with an intention to take something from the experience. But when you go with a mindset that I'm going to contribute something, you're going to find that the rewards are far greater and that it gets matched in kind. Think about what you can bring. Own that you do have something to bring and then bring it. What I'm saying is want more for others than you do for yourself. It's the best way to get out of your head and to move beyond resistance. And also know why you do what you do. Remember, write it down so that in those tough moments when resistance strikes is that you can go read it and remember, oh, yes, that's why I'm doing my work beyond just what I think it is. What am I really here? What's my big why? I'll give you one more script to flip, and that is don't think, act. That one and said differently, comes from someone named Stephen Pressfield. He wrote this amazing book on resistance, actually, called Do the Work. And it's for really anyone who is an entrepreneur or is creating and innovating anything. It's for visionaries. It's for leaders. And he recommends this, to stay stupid. And I think that's the same thing. Don't overthink, act. He says that the three dumbest or stupidest guys were Charles Lindbergh, Steve Jobs, and Winston Churchill. Why? Because any smart person, he said, who knew how impossible the tasks they had set for themselves would never have begun. So how do you do that? This is your technique, is don't overthink. Don't think at all. Just act. Listen to your intuition. Move based on that. When you're in the belly of resistance, keep going. Go like you're in the ocean and there is a whale on your ass. Keep swimming. Don't overthink. Don't perfect. Just keep acting. Let's review. The four counterintuitive things to do in the moment that you think that you are experiencing and acknowledging that resistance is holding you back is to remind yourself that the cup of approval is already overflowing. You get your approval from inside, not outside. The second one is don't avoid failure, embrace it. The third is shift your mindset to a service mindset. Remind yourself, I'm here to be truly helpful. And then the fourth is don't think, act. Stay stupid, in other words, as Stephen Pressfield would say. It's easy to say stay in action. Best way to do that is to take the next smallest step, if you must, but just keep moving. What's the one smallest thing I'm willing to do? Maybe it's to sit and write for 10 minutes only. Maybe if you're to connect with someone, it's to open up the telephone number, access that. Then the next smallest thing is going to be able to dial the number. Whatever it is, keep moving. You have the power to create great change around you. And when you take back your power from your chattering, overthinking brain and you remember that there's nothing in our circumstances. There's no bank account that's too small. There's no people who are showing up on your team that are not doing it good enough or that some hairy situation that just revealed itself that's really holding you back. It's 
only our internal resistance who is the enemy. And when we know that and we acknowledge that, we know how to move our attention and our energy in the right direction so that we win that battle. This one practice, these mindset shifts will help you enjoy more flow in your life and as you lead. We have a lot of new things on the horizon so that you can get more of the time and success and well-being into your life and leadership that I know that you're here for. To guarantee you're not missing any of our tools and our tips and our inspiration, be sure to sign up at RitaHighland.com to receive notification every time one of these podcasts come out. There's stuff that I leave and write in those emails that I don't share in the podcasts. There's also more inspiration and more tips and tools and even some upcoming opportunities for you. So make sure again, www.RitaHighland.com and sign up for the monthly newsletters that share a little bit more about me. Remember, a half version of you is not enough. We need the full version of you at play. This week, your call to action is to acknowledge when you've gotten slowed down and resistance is in the room and then to do battle with it, use your tips and tools and move forward and go forward in your best level of leadership. Thank you for being here and I look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you for being with me today. By you listening to this, it tells me you're interested in growing yourself and likely not just for yourself, but to positively influence others as well. If you enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and share this with your friends and colleagues. When leaders like you grow yourself and then grow others, we all are positively impacted. If you have questions, I'm here to answer them and may even use them in our upcoming podcasts. Go ahead. You can send those questions to Breakthrough at RitaHighland.com. Remember, a half version of you is not enough. The world needs the full version of you at play. I look forward to seeing you on our next podcast.